We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls lovingly referred to as two JGs, who want to share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, Scripture and Saints, and T, Traditions of the Catholic Faith. You'll see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us today. Our conversation is going to be the E from the best, Eucharist and other sacraments. And the sacrament that we are covering is confession or reconciliation <laughs> or the the real title that you will find in the catechism is the sacrament of healing. I love that. So if you look under um, forgiveness, you're going to find it's under the sacrament of healing. And that's what this is all about. And our whole conversation today is to encourage each other and all of you to don't waste the grace that is waiting for us in this beautiful sacrament. So when we were talking about this, we started talking about why don't we go? Why don't we want to go to confession? There were so many reasons. Um, One of them is maybe we don't know how to go. We have forgotten the process of going, so sure. to speak. We think we have to do it. Like, and oh that's my the gosh, thing. what do I, think, I say? Right. I think we think there has to be a process. Um, maybe there's shame. We, we're embarrassed to go. We, we don't know how to confess some of the sins that we've committed. Mm-hmm. Um, we think we're the only ones in the world that have committed these sins. <laughs> right. And like, the priest has never heard these things before. We're going to shock him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to tell you that that's not true. That's not true. Your sin, our sins are not unique. I guarantee in conversations with priest friends of ours, there's really nothing that they have not heard. And they really, many of them say it's one of their favorite parts about being a priest is to be able to participate in the sacrament of healing, that they are in the person of Christ. There's an image that we have seen that we love. It's Um, you know, with the penitent on one side of the screen and on the other side is Jesus, Mm -hmm. not Father so-and-so, but it is truly Jesus who in his divine mercy is coming to us, who's meeting us in this place, Mm -hmm. who wants to heal us from the wounds of sin. I think one of the most impactful things that I've heard that has helped me when I'm in line to go to confession and is to is to think about that and to think that and to pray for that to pray that I encounter Jesus in the way that he wants me to encounter him and that I I'm not hung up you know on having to go in and and tell my my sins to a priest and embarrassment of that or whatever that is or or I can't articulate myself well like I always kind of want to explain like <laughs> well here's what it happened but this is right. why it happened right um but to just be really simple and straightforward and know that Jesus knows my heart. He knows every situation around everything. I don't need to explain myself away. Um, but what got me there was that godly remorse, that godly sorrow of just truly like, oh, this offended him. And I don't want to be separated from him. Well, and when we think about that, our sins are really hurting the one we love or hurting Jesus or sinning against his sacred heart. 
And that when we hurt those that we love, I mean, we are quick to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I hurt you. Mm -hmm. And that's the relationship we want to get into. That confession is such a beautiful opportunity to be healed from these wounds of sin. Mm -hmm. And I know I... I had a little bit of a habit of going in and confessing other people's sins. Well, I did this, but they did this. And that's why I did that. So right. it's not the priest was like, okay, well, maybe they'll come in and confess, but let's just focus right. on your on sins, you. on right. your responses. Right. And so that's what I think the grace that waits for us in this sacrament, that we're not meant to walk this, this path alone that he wants to give us the grace that we need to overcome the sins that are separating us from him. Mm-hmm. His love will never, ever leave us. He loves us so much. But I think sometimes we think we have to be a certain way before we can approach him. And that's so not true, ladies. Mm-hmm. He loves us exactly the way we are. And he wants to help transform us. Right. And that's what the sacrament is all about, healing and transformation. And I think we're living in a world too, and this is making me think of this, is that the world wants to tell us there is no sin. Mm -hmm. Like there are no sins. You do whatever you want. You feel however you want, act however you want. And I was having this conversation with one of my girls and explaining different things. And and we were talking about the, the element of sin. And God puts his commandments in place to protect us. Yes. They're not to confine us. You know, the the true freedom is choosing not to do something because it's not good for us. Right. And and that's another way to prepare for confession. Sometimes going back to, we don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. The priest will help us. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go in and say, it's been a little while since my last confession. I'm not exactly sure how to start, and they'll lead you and and get you started. There's also so many beautiful prompts online. And one of those is an examination of conscience to prepare to go into confession. And I love the ones based on the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one because sometimes, like you said, either we don't want to believe it's a sin or actually we really don't know that. And so Mm -hmm. I think to become aware of that, ask God to show you. Show me, Lord, where I am falling a little bit short or or those habits that I'm in that I have justified as, well, he did this, so I'm doing that. Right. All of those things, when we honestly and humbly open our hearts to him and say, Lord, show me, and not, he will never do it in a place of um, shame or fear or condemnation. That is from Satan. Satan wants us to feel like what we've done is so bad. God will never forgive us. And that's a lot. What we've done isn't even bad. Oh, right. It you can know? go both ways. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think so often that he instills fear, mm-hmm. fear of going, fear of what we've done, fear of not being forgiven. And I love that quote, Katie, that you had at the beginning of one of our favorite books, uh, The Seven Secrets of Confession by um, Vinnie Flynn. Yes, there was a quote um, by Father Gately, and he said, fear kills trust. And we both were like, oh my gosh, it does. That is, fear does kill trust. And part of going to confession is trusting in God's mercy. Mm-hmm. That he died on that cross because he loves us so much. And he wants to pour out all that we need in order to be healed from the wounds. And sin does wound us. Mm-hmm. It does 
hurt our soul. It, it, it changes the way we respond and act towards other people. And, and the fear, I love that too, because even when children do things wrong, what's their first thing they run and hide? Right. 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 You know, when your kids did something, you're like, Hey, where's Nick? Yeah, it's awful quiet. <laughs> Where'd he go? Well, there's something in the, in us that knows that we've done something wrong mm-hmm. and we want to hide and we want to hide from that grace out of fear or shame. And we just want to encourage everyone to, to go to confession, put yourself in his presence, in the Lord's presence, and tell him, tell him what you're struggling with and accept his mercy. Mm-hmm. Believe his promises that he wants to forgive you, that your sins are as far as from the east as to the west, and that you will be made new. And that you can begin again. And we may have to begin again a lot of times. Right, right. And that's okay. I think we often think that sin doesn't affect anyone else. Like when you were talking about that, I was thinking, you know, sin isolates. And that, and God doesn't want that either. God wants us part of a community. He wants us part, it's just like the little kid going to hide when they do something wrong. Well, sin is isolating. And so it does affect other people. Right. Even if they don't know. Right. Exactly. Right. We're acting a different way. We're mm -hmm. disappointed in ourselves. So maybe we're short tempered or whatever it is that comes from that. It's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, wounded people wound other people. Mm -hmm. And so when we're wanting to be more loving and we're more wanting to be more like Christ, the way to do that is allow him to heal those wounds. Allow his mercy to cover us and begin again. I do feel it's so important that we understand there is no sin that we can commit that hasn't been done. I think that's super important part. And one of the and one of the points of this sacrament of healing is it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. It's about restoring our relationship with Jesus. In the seven secrets of confession by Vinnie Flynn that we talked about, it, it is a really it's such a beautiful, oh, I, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a simple approach, really. Right. Um, we love everything simple. We do. But some of the things that he says in the secret one, sin doesn't change God, right? So it, it's about us and our relationship with him. His love for each of us is personal and forever. So God is the same whether or not we sin or not. It's us who are changed by that sin. So he wants to give us his mercy and order to help us move beyond that. I love when you reminded me like that it's the putting on of a new self. You know, it, it's it's in order to walk forward, in order to move forward in our lives, we really do have to shake the dust. You know, yeah. we do have to shake like, you know, how we've encountered different things like, oh, well, they used to be this or they used to be that. We say that to ourselves like, oh, well, she used to do this. And no, that is not who, who he says I am. So Truly, it is a transformation of the mind and the heart of who do you say I am? And you're giving me that opportunity that and that and it takes humility to get in that line and go, you know, just spell out where you have fallen short. But that's also know thyself, you know, that it, it's good to know, like how we end up. You you had a, um, uh, a visualization once of like the snake, like the sin. And I can't remember yeah, exactly. Right. It, it was follow the path of the serpent. Mm. So when we find ourselves in a sin, like what led us to that? What was the root? 
what was it? Was it um, insecurity, right? Am I talking badly about somebody else because I'm feeling less than? Is that, mm-hmm. well, what was that? Well, I felt really insecure. And so I said, you know, pointed out something negative about somebody else in order to make myself feel better. So mm-hmm. when we're committing a sin, follow the path of the serpent. What led us to that sin? And when we can cut off the head of that, when right. we can cut at the root of that. But again, we need grace. Mm-hmm. We need grace to see it and we need grace to move beyond it. Right. And that's what he wants to give us. It's waiting there for us. And so by us playing into the shame or playing into the fear, we're really only hurting ourselves by denying ourselves the opportunity to be healed from that mm-hmm. and to be able to forgive other people. If we don't allow God to forgive us, how then do we know or even want to forgive someone else? And so we hold that inside of us and it eats away at us. I love the um, not forgiving another person is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It totally is. So that's part of the ripple effect of this Mm -hmm. grace is it goes out from ourselves to others. When we accept his mercy, we are able to be more merciful to others. I think those are powerful things to remember. The second secret that Vinnie Flynn mentions is it's not just about forgiveness. We come to confession to be healed is from St. Faustina's diary, number 377. And the forgiveness is not only given, but we have to accept it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we allow our past to define us. You were talking about that a moment ago. We are not defined by our past mistakes. He loves us. Our worth is through his eyes. Mm -hmm. Our worth is by how he loves us and it is unconditional and never changing. But how we receive that love, I really believe, and I'm just thinking this now as I'm saying it, is dependent upon how we allow him to heal us. Mm -hmm. And the sacraments Really, like I think it's it can be a temptation or um, I don't know an easy thing to think that you have to do something. You know that that it's putting in the time a little bit. But I do think when we shift our thinking into even all the sacraments, they're sacraments of healing. You know, maybe not all. I'm just mean like even when I ex- go and receive the Eucharist, like. I'm going to a physician to heal me, you know, and I think the same of going to confession that I am either spiritually sick and sometimes it can make you physically sick. Right. And just that, that peace that comes after you've had a confession, whether, and we were talking about this too, whether the priest that you're with you know, there are some people who have had bad experiences with sure. going to confession and that can be very difficult and that can keep you from going. But we just want to encourage you to keep going. You know, that, you know, you, that is another one of Satan's ploys to keep you away from this beautiful sacrament. Right. And I would encourage us to pray for a priest if you've mm-hmm. had an experience that has um, been difficult and you think I will never put myself in that position again, right? Because you got ready to go, you took the courage to go. It does take courage and mm-hmm. humility. And then you felt something less than mercy and peace. Pray for that priest. He may need your prayers specifically why you encountered him that way. I don't remember the priest off the top of my head, but I 
was at one of his missions, and he explained that growing up, he encountered a really, really difficult confession. And he said it was enough to be like, I, I'm not going to be Catholic anymore. But you know, later his life transpired and he became a priest and he was confessing this these feelings that he had about that encounter. And the priest that he was confessing to about it, he said, you had to encounter that in order to be the merci- merciful priest you will be. Mm-hmm. So let's not allow a situation to prevent us from mm-hmm. a future full of grace and mercy. Pray for that priest and move on. And there are many ways that um, we can go to confession, right? So they have different services sometimes where they bring in seven or eight priests mm-hmm. and you can choose which line you're going to get in or make an appointment so that you don't feel rushed if it's been a little while. Or, or you can do as I do and go to a whole different parish, <laughs> right. go behind the screen. Um, right. You know, I, I don't always love going to my own parish, sure. which I don't know why that is, but I mean, it's just my preference. My preference is to, and actually I think it does help me in a way enter into, I'm very visual. I think it does help me enter into this encounter with Jesus, you know, where I can just, that's what I'm doing. I'm having this encounter with him and I'm telling, you know, it just helps me enter in maybe a little more. I well, don't know. Well, maybe you're not thinking so much of, oh my gosh, what's, what is he thinking? Or right. when, when he's I'm thinking nothing, meeting, he's right. like, move along. <laughs> and, and they truly don't. They are right. so blessed and happy to be in the person of Christ, to stand in for Jesus, to usher in this mercy one other secret that I want to share before we wrap this up today is it's number seven. And it says, you have to let go of your chains. St. Augustine says, let us throw off the chains that prevent us from following him. Mm. Sometimes our chains of sin wrap us up. They paralyze us. Or we think, well, I've always been this way, or this is what I've always done. And we held bound to these chains of sin. And sometimes those sins are other people's sins against us Mm -hmm. that have led us into a pattern of behavior that is sinful for ourselves. And so break those chains. Do not let yourself be a prisoner, a slave to sin. He wants to set us free. Mm -hmm. He wants to free us from those chains that bind us to darkness. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds... I mean, I'm passionate about it because right, I have, right. I felt that I've been mm-hmm. there. I know the place where I just think I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to be anywhere else than other where I am, but that is a lie. Mm-hmm. And the freedom and the light that exists when we are healed right, is such an incredible place of beauty. I could not say that better. So to to finish our conversation couple things. One, give yourself that gift of healing. Mm -hmm. Make an appointment or check your local times (laughs) where you can go to confession. And the more you go, the more you're going to want to go. Yes. The more sensitive you get to like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want this on my heart. Or I feel that I'm being really snippy with my husband or whatever, you know, I'm laughing because my husband, I kept going to confession and (laughs) I kept saying, I'm going to confession. And finally he's like, what is going on? Like, why, why are you going to confession so much? Right. What are you doing? And, but it is, you it do. does, you get really sensitive to things. Yeah. And you desire that because mm-hmm. you have felt the peace. You've gotten a glimpse of what it feels like to live in the light. And you want to hold on to that. 
there is no sin that he does not want to forgive and that he does not want to heal. And, and honestly, some wounds are really deep mm-hmm. and it takes time. It takes time to keep un, unveiling that and opening our hearts up to that. But the Lord does know our heart. And I would also say too, don't be so concerned about the how, mm-hmm. more about the what. And what you're encountering is Jesus and his love and his mercy. And that peace that will surround you is is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Just draws you closer and closer to Jesus. Right. And that's what our well, that's what we're striving for. So mm-hmm. um Kitty, do you want to and so there was a quote, I love it? Um on the inside of this seven secrets of confession. And it was from a second century homily. It says, While we still can be healed. Let us surrender ourselves into the hands of the divine physician. So we just want to encourage you to take this time and do it now, you know, really like experience the grace that comes with this beautiful sacrament. And remember, fear is not of the Lord mm-hmm. and hold on to that truth. Let's end with the St. Michael prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Until next time, JGs, know your faith, love your faith, and live it. Hey, this is Chris. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org to join our free AYF circle, where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place.